Hey y'all, welcome back to the Tribe Podcast. Today we are finishing our series on the attributes of tribe members. What a blast it's been taking the time to think about what's important to me within my tribe, really just looking long and hard and examining the types of friends that I'm drawn to doing life with. My final attribute for this series is compassion, and that word really encompasses so much for me. So let's take the time to break it down. The definition of compassion is a feeling of deep sympathy and sorrow for another who is stricken by misfortune, accompanied by a strong desire to alleviate the suffering. So in a way, what we're really talking about is being empathetic. And I think those two words can be used interchangeably. I would say where compassion is feeling the sympathy and then having that deep desire to make it better, empathy is being able to experience the emotions and the thoughts of another person. It's being able to put yourself in someone else's shoes. From the time that I was a little girl, I have always felt like I was different in the way that I process and I feel things. As an adult, I believe that that's because God has created me to be full of compassion and empathy. And honestly, it took me many years to even realize that this was the common theme. I am the one who is crying at commercials and feeling the feelings behind hearing a story at church or watching baptisms. In fact, creating this platform for others to share their story is so humbling and it has evoked a lot of feelings in me. There's just so much freedom that comes from allowing someone to share their story and to testify to all that God has done on their behalf. And I see that there's a lot of healing that takes place when someone else hears a testimony and is able to be reassured that they're not alone. I mean, that in and of itself makes me emotional. For the people in my inner circle, they can testify to the fact that I feel the highest of highs, but also the lowest of lows. When I am high, I'm praising God and I'm intentional to journal about my gratitude and how I'm feeling so that I can reflect back on that. And when I'm low, I'm praising God, but I'm prayerful. And I'm seeking what God is trying to teach me in those low moments. I've basically had to shift my mentality from why me to why not me? Like, why couldn't God choose me? Why wouldn't God choose me to go through the storm? He knows my faith is strong. And he knows that the foundation of who I am has roots that run so deep that even in the pain and the hurting, my eyes are fixed upwards. The thing about feelings is that God created them. So I have always been really intentional about allowing myself to feel. We also have a really open household where we encourage our boys to share their feelings. But one of the things that I'm teaching them is that we cannot allow ourselves to get stuck in the feelings because that's not a space that God desires for us to be. It's really all about finding that fine line between being compassionate and having empathy, and not dwelling in an unhealthy space. For me, the reason that I can pull myself out of the muck is because of my faith and my relationship with Jesus. And let me just point out that it has not always been this way. I vividly remember seasons of my life. In fact, many I've shared on this podcast platform 
a lot of them happened just in the last couple of years where God has taught me some really painful truths. And I've come to some really devastating conclusions in my seasons of mourning and heartache and drawing boundary lines. Sometimes these things happened and they were a direct result of my own poor choices. And other times I was on the receiving end of someone else making a choice or somebody else's reaction. But God has compassion on his people. He wants us to draw close to him in our seasons of heartache and struggle. And it took me a long time to get here, but I wholeheartedly believe it to be true. You know, we read all over scripture about how God has compassion for his people. And really, this is where the foundation and the idea of compassion began. It's the reservoir that I pull from when I'm in a situation where mercy and grace and compassion need to be extended. It's where I pull from when I feel like God is calling me to put myself in someone else's shoes. Y'all don't miss this. As victorious children of God, scripture tells us that Jesus had compassion on his people. It was true then and it's true now. Jesus showed compassion to the strangers that he healed, to his followers and the people that he interacted with. We read about it in Mark where Jesus heals the man with leprosy. It's in verse 41 and it says, filled with compassion, Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. It goes on to tell us that the man was healed and Jesus had compassion. That's what we see in this story. That same compassion is available and extended to us today. You know, the ultimate example of God having compassion on his people is by him sending his one and only son to die on our behalf. In Psalm 86, we find David praying. And in verse 15, he says, you are a compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. We learn how to be compassionate by turning to God's word and by believing that nothing can separate us from the love of God. There is no amount of shame or past hurts or mistakes that will change the way that God looks at us and loves us. He has compassion for his people and there's a lot of hope and peace that comes with not only reading that in scripture, but knowing it to be true in our hearts. When I think about compassion and empathy within my own tribe, man, it is something that is so important to me. It's crucial that my tribe comes together. And after surrendering and humbling ourselves before the Lord, we meet and we pray for people. We pray for the president, regardless of whether or not he got our vote. We have compassion because we know that he has an impossible job and he needs grace. We pray for our pastors and for their spouses because God is using them in a very public way. And sometimes that's just plain hard. When God calls us to be out in front of people, there is a level of vulnerability that we're exposing ourselves to. So we pray for those people that God is called to be heroes of the faith and we extend compassion to them. We pray for our friends and for our family who don't yet know Jesus. And we do that because we want to see them in heaven one day. You know, my husband and I were just talking about how we have a lot of family members that don't have a personal relationship with Jesus. 
For some of them, we have been standing in the gap for months or for years, but we pray for them. We intercede on their behalf so that God can do a work that only he can do. We show them compassion because God first showed us compassion. You know, at the end of the day, what we're really talking about in this series on the attributes of tribe members is finding people to have deep, meaningful relationships with. God created us to crave relationships and to do life alongside one another. Y'all, it's literally in our DNA. We are all going to define deep, meaningful relationships within our tribe differently. But for me, it's about finding friends that are willing to sacrifice and forgive. It's having compassion and trust as the foundation and then sprinkling in a growth mindset and consistency. It's friends within my tribe where we're serving together. We are authentically walking within our stories. We're doing life together. We're encouraging one another. We're making the choice to show up. It's the deeper level of gathering where we can take off the mask and be real about what we're struggling with. One of my favorite things about doing life within the context of a tribe is getting to hear the stories of my friends. It's really listening and not listening to try to give advice or problem solve, but having compassion on their circumstances and then reminding them that God is bigger than every trial that we're called to walk through. Y'all, I feel qualified to say this because I have lived it time and time again. I know that relationships can be messy and that some of our greatest heartaches are going to come from doing life in an intimate way with one another. But my prayer for everyone listening today is that you don't give up in putting yourself out there and you don't give up in meeting with one another. Hebrews 10 verse 25 says, let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. Whether you already have your tribe or you're in the infancy stages of building one, trust that God is walking alongside you. Let's make heaven crowded. I'm praying for y'all and I'll see you next week.